Good evening, everyone. Nice to see you all here. I'm Doug Fullington. I'm the manager of audience education here at PMB. This is opening night of our fourth program of the year, uh, our Director's Choice program. And I always say, even though this is Director's Choice, everything we do is chosen by Peter Bull. <laughs> but the marketing department likes that uh, name for one of the repertories each year that usually has some new works, and this definitely does. There are two works that are new to us tonight, Empire Noir, which will open, choreographed by David Dawson, and The Closer, Her Door to the Sky, which was choreographed for us, but premiered uh, back east in Jacob's Pillow at that dance festival in August. So I'm gonna talk about these. This is the first time I've talked about these ballets, so let's see how we do. Uh, in the order that we see them, I want to invite your questions anytime, so please feel free. Uh, I will say I'm very excited about this program. It's not a long program. These aren't long ballets, but they, uh, they pack a lot of punch, especially the opener, which is Empire Noir by David Dawson. Now, David is British. He's trained British, Royal Ballet School, came up through the school, I think lived at White Lodge when he was a student. That's what you do when you're a student at the Royal Ballet School. Uh, and he danced for Birmingham Royal Ballet, and then he uh, went over to uh, Germany and he danced for William Forsyth, so he has a wide-ranging background, and then he uh, set off as a choreographer and has been a, a um, choreographer for quite some time now. He's been resident choreographer at, I believe, Dutch National, and also uh, Dresden Semper Oper Ballet, as it's called. And his work is starting now, almost just starting to be presented in the US. Uh, we have one ballet of his already in the repertory, A Million Kisses to My Skin, which you might remember. It's set to Bach. It's very bright. It has a white floor. The dancers wear uh, pale blue uh, unitards, very, uh, 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 simple but beautiful costumes and we took that to New York uh, earlier this year and gave it its New York premiere. Uh, David has recently received a commission from San Francisco Ballet uh, which is doing a festival of new works, 12 new works. That's a lot. I can tell you from the administrative end. Oof. That's a lot of new works and David is one of the choreographers. If you're someone who travels around and watches ballet, just a plug for that, San Francisco usually programs their festivals so you can see all of the works in like two or three days, which is, I think, a killer for everybody who works there, but really great for the audience. So you could pop down to San Francisco and see 12 new works probably in two or three days, so I think I'll probably be there. Uh, David's work, uh, you know, I haven't seen a lot of David's work. I've only seen live Million Kisses and now Empire Noir. Uh, he also has uh, tackled uh, the more classic ballets and ballet stories. He has his own uh, production of Giselle. He has his own Swan Lake. They all have a contemporary take to them, but he, of course, is very rooted in classical ballet. Uh, these two works, and they, and they actually are intended to be a pair, A Million Kisses and Empire Noir, where Kisses is very sort of bright, sunny, sort of the daytime. Empire Noir, as you might expect, is the nighttime to that daytime. These are 
very aggressive, uh, physically aggressive works. Uh, David likes high energy in movement, high energy from the dancers. And uh, he choreographs in such a way. When I watched this, I thought, these people look like superheroes. I mean, it's go, go, go. And not, um, almost not in the, a lot of times in ballet, you don't want to see the effort. Uh, in classical ballet, there's an effort made to not show the effort, to show the ease. Uh, and then if you end up going in and taking a ballet class, you very quickly realize, wow, this is really hard to even get in these uh, positions in a simple way. Uh, I think David's style in these works, particularly this one, sort of crosses over in, to where you really do start to appreciate the, the incredible physicality of these people uh, on stage, the strength, the movement quality, uh, the endurance, and so forth. Um, I know that his concept, his idea behind Empire Noir is that this, this ballet has a, an urban feel as though it were taking place in a city and it's nighttime and there's a little bit of risk, there's a little bit of danger. He said something to me like, well, if you went down the wrong alley or something like that, and you had to sort of run for your life. And there's that uh, little bit of feeling of suspense to it. The ballet has an incredible set designed by a man named John Otto, um, which takes an hour to set up, which is why this ballet opens the program quicker to take down, so it won't be an hour-long intermission. But it, it needed to open because it takes a full hour to set this thing up. It's this incredible sort of swoop, I can't even explain it, that starts at the top of the stage right close to the curtain, and it's a, there's a fabric that looks like a gray mat almost, and then it winds around and sort of envelops the whole stage. Uh, it's set on the stage in such a way that someone can enter upstage right at the center and we don't see them till they're center stage. So it has a dramatic impact as well. David explained all this when he met with our staff uh, uh, recently, earlier this week, and was telling us about some of these concepts behind this work. Um, now this all may sound very exhausting for the dancers, and it is, but David has proven to be uh, very inspirational and rewarding to work for. It's fascinating to see him in rehearsal, sitting in the front and just really extolling the dancers in the most positive way. Each one will come forward. Oftentimes steps are done in succession, uh, the same step by the line of dancers one at a time. The, the first one will come up and he'll just say, beautiful, and the next one, more beautiful. And just, he really extols them in arms. Think of your arms here, arms, arms. and and there are uh, partnering movements where the one partner is swinging the other person around and he'll use words like flying and all, all this imagery. And uh, it's very uplifting sounding and it's absolutely exhausting for the dancers, but I think his, the sort of vision he has for the movement and what he wants it to convey uh, helps carry them through. And over time you do build physical stamina. You know, when you learn a ballet like this, you're in the studio. We worked with a woman uh, named Rebecca Gladstone who uh, stages for David, meaning she teaches the ballet. So she was here two weeks. And that's a short time to teach a ballet with a lot of complexity to it. Two weeks and she got it taught and then David was in uh, last week and this week to coach it and 
and finesse it and, and bring it to the point uh, where he feels it's ready for the stage. You know, you get in the studio and you simply have to learn the mechanics of the movement. You have to learn the counts, if there are counts to the music, you need to learn the partnering, and a lot of it's complex. You know, you lift you up and you're going over my head, and you're kind of rolling over, then you're gonna spin around, and then you're gonna, you know, let go here, and I'm gonna grab you here, and you, you just have to do that a lot of times before you can do it in the context of the piece, and maybe you're doing it 20 minutes into the piece where your heart rate's at 140, and you've been going full tilt for 20 minutes already. So um, it's a, it's a real process, and the dancers are just right at that point, really sort of peaking here, ready to you know dance this ballet in about 55 minutes for you. So very exciting. The score was a commission for this piece as well by a composer named Greg Haynes, whose work I didn't know until now. Uh, it's uh, for strings and percussion, and it just has a, uh, a very cinematic feel. Um, to it in that uh, it's not so much melodic as it's harmonically driven and the harmonies change and underneath the percussion is really giving us the movement. David said he asked for a lot of uh, Latin dance beats. Go figure, there's some samba in there and some rumba and the, the percussion is creating these uh, rhythms that are driving the piece forward while over that the strings overlays just a series of chords that change harmonically uh, with quite a bit of force. And so there's a, there's a very uh, almost panoramic feel to this music. In one way, it's moving very quickly with the percussion, but there's a, there's a sort of static quality that the strings, strings offer as well. And somehow for me, I think that that fits with the way the set looks, uh, those strings, and maybe the percussion fits with the way the dancers are moving. But uh, David definitely has his, his hand on uh, each aspect of this piece. Uh, even his uh, light designer, Bert Dahlhausen, who is here tonight. Uh, Bert's, I think, designed all of David's, the lighting for all of David's works. It's a very close-knit team, and uh, they're really all here. Uh, they even sent us a tech from Dutch National Ballet, where this premiered in 2015, to help us set up this set and they will send another person to help us take it down, because it's quite complex. And uh, anyway, that's a lot of words in a short amount of time, just as there will be a lot of steps in a short amount of time in this piece. It's quite, uh, quite a thrill, and uh, really a major opener, yes. Well, I think the orchestra took to music quite well. In fact, I do, I do think it's quite cinematic, and we have a huge, uh, theatrical film uh, industry in this city, and a lot of them do a lot of session work for films, video games, and so forth. So I think that they are, they are actually familiar with the style. David likes it played loud, uh, which is also uh, physically taxing for the players as well. You're really digging into the strings with your bow, and uh, you know, you're gonna feel it in your forearms, and your triceps, and your core as you are um, working through that instrument for your you know, 20 some minutes. But uh, he's very pleased with, with it all. Uh, David's extremely transparent. You, there's no poker face, which I love. I'm a little bit similar. And uh, he's very pleased. So um, we hope to do him proud here in the next uh, couple of hours. So very excited to have uh, this piece in the rep. Uh, exciting for the dancers. 
uh, I think they consider it quite an accomplishment too, physical accomplishment as well as artistic. So that's the opener, and then we have our first intermission. And then I think just a great piece to follow that is William Forsythe's New Suite, which is a set of eight duets, one after the other. The dancers don't come back at the end. We see 16 dancers in duets set to Handel and Bach and Luciano Berrio, 20th century composer. So a great contrast there, but uh, it's a work that's uh, quite intimate and it just uh, is such a great, as I said, follow to Empire Noir, which is quite sort of epic and a bit overwhelming. New Suite was uh, created for Dresden, am I right? Uh, yes, in 2012. And then when we premiered, uh, premiered it here in 15, Forsyth came and reworked a few things for us, uh, reworked the order, changed some steps, so we sort of had a tailored version. We had a new suite, really, if you will, of dances. And this has proven just a great opportunity for the whole company. We have everyone in this, from apprentices through principals, and Peter Bowl has also cast it uh, with some new uh, and different pairings of dancers. And I'm really looking forward. Uh, we have nearly three casts for each duet. Uh, some dancers do double duty, some do double duty even in the same show. Which requires a quick change of costume in between their duets. But it's going, if you're coming more than once, it's a wonderful way to see the dancers up close and uh, you'll get to know some of the younger newer dancers to the company as well. And a great juxtaposition of music, uh, the handle pieces for the Fuller Orchestra, uh, the Bach solo which is played by Michael Jin Su Lim who is our concert master, and then the burial pieces which are, are duets. Uh, there's a great intimacy to these. I find uh, with the Baroque composers Handel and Bach that Forsyth's choreography is a little more along traditional lines. This, this is definitely ballet choreography, very much so. And the barrio, which is more contemporary music, has a more contemporary look and feel in the choreography as well, which just um, somehow helps make sense between my eyes and my ears. Uh, Forsyth is someone He's a real mover and shaker in the dance world, often thought of as someone who's very progressive, almost leaving ballet behind. But I've, I've come to know him personally uh, and as someone who works with old ballet, if you will, 19th century ballet. Uh, I've come to appreciate his respect for ballet very, very much and his uh, respect for uh, technique and training and use of the broad vocabulary that ballet offers. And we see uh, a lot of that in these duets. They're quite ingenious. Um, they may be uh, bookended with movements that seem a little more casual, how the dancers get on and off stage, but when you get to the uh, nuts and bolts of what he has uh, devised for them, you see um, the lineage of ballet uh, come out in this uh, choreography. And uh, the dancers really love doing his work uh, he wasn't with us this time, but Laura Graham, who staged the bulk of the piece, all but the Bach duet, has been with us for two weeks. Uh, Laura danced for Forsyth and created a number of uh, works under him and has a great amount of insight for dancers in helping them to convey 
uh, not just their technique to the audience, but also something of their person and their artistry. Um, and that has been a great motivator for the company. Again, uh, for more seasoned dancers, as well as the, the younger uh, dancers who are just getting uh, first experiences with solo roles on the main stage with the company. So New Suite comes in the middle, second intermission, and then we get to her door to the sky. Again, couldn't be more different. There's a lot of variety in this program. This is sunny, uh, southwest, a white floor, sort of an adobe style uh, drop. Uh, Jessica Lang is the choreographer. We have one other piece by her in the rep, and it's called The Calling, and it's a solo for one person who wears a very long dress, and most of the movement is for the upper body. And it's set to uh, an anonymous uh, vocal medieval piece of music, and it lasts about three minutes. So that's what we've seen of Jessica. It's very beautiful, but it's only one small part of what uh, this choreographer has done. I think her door to the sky is something like work 94, 95, or 96 for her. She's done a lot of uh, choreography, and I know she's been on Peter Bull's radar for some time, and he had the opportunity to commission a work for her. She knew that Seattle Art Museum was going to have some exhibits of Georgia O'Keeffe's work, and she took that as the uh, impetus and inspiration for her work, looking at the patio door series that O'Keeffe painted. She did a number of paintings that featured her patio door. And the set uh, has the door in it. It's raised up, it's not at stage level, it's raised up, so it's almost like a window and there's a platform. And on either side of that, lower to the ground are four smaller windows on each side. Uh, the costumes, very beautiful costumes that are designed by Braden McDonald, who is a frequent collaborator with Jessica, are uh, hand-dyed and feature the more kind of floral colors we might associate with O'Keeffe. And uh, the choreographic style, very balletic. I've been trying to place this. Every time I see this work, I'm reminded of mid-century work. Uh, by some of the great uh, female choreographers, Agnes DeMille, Martha Graham, uh, just in the way the body's held, some of the statuesque poses that are created, the tableaus that the dancers form on the stage. Uh, Jessica put steps together really well. There's a wonderful flow and movement to it. She wanted to have uh, an American feel to the music but uh, she didn't want to choose Copeland because I think she read that O'Keeffe wasn't very fond of Copeland. So she thought, well, that's out. And, uh, but she happened upon Benjamin Britten, British composer, Britten's Simple Symphony, which is a very youthful piece. I think it's opus four for Britten. And in each of the four movements, Britten took uh, melodies that he had composed as a, young, as a child, really, and uh, worked them into the symphony, which I think he composed at around age 20 for strings. Uh, four movements called Simple Symphony. And just a, a wonderful, wonderfully varied symphony for strings with uh, concise and quick outer movements, a pizzicato second movement that Jessica has uh, choreographed for four of the women, and then a much longer uh, dramatic, romantic almost, if you will, third movement, which is where we really see uh, the protagonist, uh, the leading woman in the ballet come forward. Whether she's uh, the figure of O'Keeffe or not, 
may not matter so much. Uh, but tonight she's Sarah Ricard Orson, who's on the cover of the program. And uh, when the piece was being made, both Sarah and uh, Elizabeth Murphy, Liz Murphy, were learning this, and Sarah had a uh, ankle injury just before the pillow and it uh, took her out of rehearsals for a little bit and Liz ended up doing the premiere in the pillow and uh, Sarah will do it tonight here uh, in Seattle. Uh, this is partly commissioned by Jacob's Pillow Dance Festival and if you're not aware Jacob's Pillow or the pillow as it tends to be called is in Beckett, Massachusetts in western Massachusetts it's out in the country. It's a very famous dance festival. When you go there into one of the studios, and it is rustic, I mean, these floors are not flat. Uh, there are programs along the wall from just all of the great names in ballet, all the way back to the 40s. And then you look in the 60s, and there's Ken Stoll as one of the soloists for one of the programs, dancers from New York City Ballet. I mean, everyone's been there, and the history is terrific. You're essentially sort of dancing in a barn, um, and uh, so there's not a lot to work with as far as fly space and lighting and all, but there's something very intimate about it. It was wonderful to have the premiere there. Um, the audience that comes is just so dedicated. They're really excited at all the programming that comes through the pillow during the festival in the summer and also throughout the year. And Jessica Lang herself, her company made its debut, uh, Jessica Lang Dance at the Pillow. And this was the last year uh, it was where the programming was curated by Ella Baff, who for many years had been the artistic director of The Pillow and had assisted Jessica in forming her company. So it was very special to have uh, her premiere there. We're also really excited to be here in Seattle on our stage with all of the, the modern uh, conventions of a theater and wonderful ability for lighting. Nicole Pierce is the lighting designer for this uh, work and she had her work cut out for her at the pillow, and I think she was thrilled to be here this week. Uh, she actually had to fly out last night after the dress, but uh, she was really able to see the work fully realized on the stage, and uh, she really takes advantage of the beautiful colors of the costumes, really compliments that in the, uh, in the lighting design. I find this work just very uplifting. Um, sometimes you read about Britain that it's hard to find the melody, but uh, in this Britain piece, maybe it's because he was 20, it's just very melodic. There's something that uh, carries your ear right through from beginning to end, and I think Jessica, uh, in the same way, does that with the, with the choreography as well. Uh, there's some wonderful uh, partnering, uh, a lot of par great partnering in the whole evening, I guess I'd say. David has his own style, of course, Forsyth as well and uh, Jessica, whose work we're really just starting to get to know here. So, um, wonderful evening. I think it comes in like three minutes under two hours, so it's dense. So when we sit down, we really gotta concentrate on what's in front of us. It's not gonna last too long, but uh, really great program. Peter Bowl will be down here afterwards with Cecilia Ailisiu. Cecilia's fairly new to the company, and uh, she is uh, in that original cast of Her Door to the Sky. And she also uh, has learned Empire Noir, and she's also dancing uh, one of the duets in New Suite during the run. So do come uh, down afterwards. Uh, Cece, she goes by. And she's wonderful, wonderfully personable. Has a great social media presence, which our marketing department has tapped into. And uh, she's an avid blogger for the company, so uh, come down for that. And we have about five minutes if you 
you'd like to ask anything, sure. How many different casts for Empire Noir? Uh, one and almost two. The way David is working second cast in is usually one couple at a time with the original cast, which is a little bit easier to manage than an entirely new cast. It is just so physically aggressive, and on stage it's very intricate how the dancers have to move, and uh, you need to be very, very aware of space while being really physically taxed. So finding it's a little bit easier to work a new couple in with the other couples around who are very, uh, who, have, who have done it all along. So in the second week of the rep, uh, I think there are three different couples who will go in. I think Sarah Orso with Stephen Locke, Angelica Generosa and Kyle Davis, and uh, Liz Murphy with Dylan Wald will go in. Now other casts, there are three casts that have learned it and they're rehearsing it because you never know if there's an injury or an illness and you have to be ready to go in. Uh, the work will very likely come back into repertory at which time uh, because it's more in people's bodies it will come back a little bit quicker and then you're able to work more casts in. For Her Door to the Sky there are two performing casts. Three casts learned it two performing casts. And just about three casts of everything for the foresight. That was a little bit simpler too. You can, once you learn it, you can rehearse those duets in half hour rehearsals. So you can get a lot of people slotted in during a work day or a work week. So um, that one's a, just gives so much opportunity as I said, it's great. Anybody else with a question? All right, then. I think we got we have half an hour to get ready, batten down the hatches, and then Empire Noir is going to open the program. So I'm so glad you're here tonight. The company is very, very excited to perform orchestra as well. So I think you're in for a treat. Thanks for coming. Thanks for supporting. Me.